are back, 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 big, 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 back. Hey, 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 haven't done that one in, in a while. Uh, Crowley, how you doing? I am doing well. How are you doing? Oh, well, I've been better. Um, enough. We, we can get into another time. <laughs> uh, we, we have a, uh, suffice, suffice it to say, I'm, uh, on some performance enhancers that I don't normally take. So we will, uh, we'll, we'll put a pin in that one for another time, but we, this week have a great show for you. As always, we will talk about fatal flaws, maybe the end of Cops R Us, uh, leaving with an advantage, but first, extortion has made its way into Survivor, and did it sort of (laughs) concern you how quickly Tony was, like, down to break the law, basically? Oh, how quickly he was willing to, yeah. (laughs) Well, the thing is, he was, yeah, I I guess it does beg the question, you know, if he was to be put under that sort of a pressure. Like, what, what are the stakes in Tony's real life that, that forced that? In Survivor, it, losing a vote and losing the ability to compete does it. What, where, where's the real life line? Um, it's, it, it definitely makes you think. I have no doubt in my mind that Tony is a great cop. I just, the, the like, way that he worded, like, I don't get to do this stuff at home. Like, have you been pining to do this stuff for a long time? Like, well, if you just let me extort the drug dealers, then I'll arrest all of them. Like, <laughs> I mean, being a police officer in, in Jersey City, I'm sure, has its, uh, has its temptations uh, for those of there us who've are, seen The Sopranos, of course. Yeah, there, there are some shady corners of, of Jersey City, for sure. Um, so, so we came across the extortion advantage, just sort of as a matter of factly, with uh, Natalie and, and Parv stumbling it across it on the, on the edge, and um, essentially... What it said was they would were able to extort whomever they wanted in the game uh, for a certain amount of fire tokens. And if they were able to pay that amount of fire tokens, um, that person uh, would be able to compete in the challenge and, and be able to vote in um, a tribal council. But if, if they weren't able to pay that, they would lose the privilege to do both of those. So I think on the level, at first glance, like how did you feel about that? Uh, sort of entering the game. I, I don't even know what to call it, that uh, that advantage for the folks on the edge uh, being introduced into the game. It's v- it's so strange to me. Um, but I think this just speaks to how Survivor is trying to evolve the social game. You know, they, you know, Parv and Nat just seemed like, they didn't seem like they were ever really risking, you know, Tony having to sit out or not being able to get a vote. You know, Parv's... Mm-hmm. Uh, breakdown was you know we know that someone that tony will stop at nothing to get the number of fire tokens that he that we ask for um i just kind of wonder what how many could they have asked for that he would have been able to obtain you know it just seems like it, it, it seemed easy for tony and he only you know asked half the people there i wonder you know kind of how how do you how do you approach that conversation uh with an alliance member uh, Tony had his hands in everybody's uh, different alliances at that time, so fair play to him. But I wonder how this will play out, maybe in the future, in kind of like a spiteful move. You know, what if you said yeah. twenty fire tokens? You know, so no one's going to be able to pull that off. So it's a it's a slippery slope, I I think, and I think that they operated in relative good faith. But um, yeah, I guess at the end of the day, they wanted the fire tokens as well. They didn't want that was. The, yeah, that was out. one of the things that I really liked about it, that the fact that it was sort of like 
multifaceted. Obviously, it probably doesn't make nearly as enough uh, uh, as much sense to to play it spitefully as it does to actually get the fire tokens. But there's there's a a way that that can be played to just ruin someone's game. Like if there's whatever 15 fire tokens in the game and you say you have to get all 15 of them, that person's probably not going to be able to do that. They lose all of that. They maybe go home. Maybe maybe a bunch of different things. Right. Um, so I like that there's that layer to it. Um, but I think they they played it sort of the right way and they did it with an even number. So, you know, that seemed like Nat and Par were down to to split uh, the, the reward. Uh, one thing that I thought was interesting, and I, I knew that they were going to give it to Tony immediately, but the fact that there was not really anything shown, at least that I can remember, on them debating on who they were going to extort. I thought was really interesting. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe they just assumed that everyone knew that it was going to be Tony. Uh, and then how they got to the number of, of six. Like, was there a lot of calculus around how many are in the game? Who's he working with? How many do we think each person has? Yada, yada, yada. Um, I would have just been curious to see a little bit of a behind the scene there. It's, right. it's funny. We have weeks where they spend time on extinction and everyone complains that nothing happens. And then we have times where there's like some gameplay elements that I think would be interesting to look at and unpack and, and, and we don't go into it at all. So uh, that was the one thing that I was, I was itching for a little bit, uh, a little bit more, more there. Did you, do you think that they could have asked for much more than, than six? Um, I, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm a genius because I just came to this conclusion. Now I think they asked for six because the previous advantage in the return challenge cost three. And I think they were both just like, let's each get three. That's how, that's what I'm thinking right now is how they would have gotten to that number of six. Like, let's make this worth our while. Um, that's a good point. The thing that the thing that still bugs me a little bit about this is that, um, you know, I, I think I just have to wrap my head around the fact that people on the edge aren't eliminated. They're still game players. Uh, but the thing that really bugs me is it feels like the jury can impact the game. Or when you've been voted out, you can impact the game. And this is the first time that it's been... Um, kind of a negative to somebody in the like still on the main island, and maybe that's just you know I I I paid less attention to it when they were all positives, and then somebody still had to deploy that effectively, um, and it didn't really matter, I guess, um, so much as it didn't impact somebody's gameplay in that moment. Like you didn't yeah. force their hand, um, and that. You know, I, it's it, it just it doesn't really sit right with me. Uh, but I think that's also me not really um, still a hundred percent loving uh, kind of the impact of the Edge of Extinction. Like I don't necessarily yeah, hate somebody coming back into the game, but the impact mm -hmm. is now like this kind of brought that to light for me. I guess is the better way to say that. Uh, I think we didn't something see we've like strategy, yeah, right. I think something we've talked about in the past is like having faith in the jury and like getting to a point where you're like. It was why we were annoyed with, um, shoot, was it Jay that showed up to the final tribal drunk? Sebastian. Sebastian, I'm sorry. Um, like, like because in, in the previous seasons, like the three or four before that, it felt like, you know, people put their grievances aside. They voted for who they thought played the best game. Um, and I think this is a season where, like, maybe I haven't thought about it the way that you're thinking about it because I have faith in these people to, like, vote for it the right way. Um, right. Or, or the way that they think is right. And there is like still a spite element that can be in the game when you're, when you've been voted out. So like, let's play a, a realistic situation where I get voted out and Adam's still in the game. And I find a few things that I can throw at Adam to like screw up his game. And he overcomes those things and he still makes it to the end. I should probably put the grudge aside and, and give him the nod and vote for him to win 
the million dollars, but I'm not going to do that because F that kid. You know what I mean? So it's right. just like, there's nothing at that point that you can do for this person that like, maybe I was voted out pre-merge. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also think about like from, you know, Parv's perspective, she was voted out by Yule, Wendell and Nick. Um, Yule and Wendell are on the island with her. Natalie was voted out by every single person on her original tribe. To right. your point, like, what if it was Tyson, the guy who just flicked off the tokens? Who's he going after? You know, yeah. there maybe it's like it, whoever was most recently voted out uh, would still be harboring that. You know, you often see that in that final vote where, you know, the people who were voted out earlier in the game, you know, they they tend to vote. I think with a little less bias and you know a little bit more on uh, merit than some of the people who were maybe you know made the final five and didn't make it all the way down because those those emotions are still raw. Um, and so that's where that can play in, but I guess that's just a, a, an element of survivor that is, is somewhat inescapable. Uh, but the, the yeah. vote out, yeah, it's just a, it's crazy, man. You're, you're, you're extending this game to a pretty an exponential degree because everything you do has consequences. Um, cause basically it's like if, if you, if, if you made the merge, everything you did prior to the merge was pretty much water under the bridge. That's, that's right, no right. longer it's, the case. It's really starting anew. Yeah. I, I, um, I wonder if like. Tyson had seemed like both times was pretty just whatever about uh, where his, his fire tokens went and all that. And we've seen people give them to uh, Alliance members and all that, like all these things that make sense. I wonder if there starts to be more calculus around where you put them uh, in the event that there's an extort, like what, what different mm. types of advantages are, are pulled into the game or, or just in terms like for me, like dumb Devin, like keeping track of them. Like if I'm like, well, Michelle has three. Let's just give Michelle seven. Uh, like, bring her total up to seven because that's three less people that I have to think of. Like, I'm I'm definitely here for that. Like, they're sure, only sure, impacting sure. me if I get back into the game, so I might as well make my life on extinction easier. Right, and I think you can also see that the fire tokens. One, they're trying to kind. Of, they're 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 revealing themselves as a more influential uh, part of the gameplay. Um, not only in this, but they're. I think this this episode they introduced two fire tokens as the reward for immunity. So they are Close. flooding the market with fire tokens. Um, I can only imagine what what's going to come up because the edge isn't over. You know, there's eight people left. I believe the last time we had Edge of Extinction, um, Chris re-entered when there were five people left, and he became the sixth. So you'd expect. Mm-hmm. You know, we obviously don't know, but. Um, I kind of hope it's seven, honestly. I hope they come back in when there's six left in the game and they make seven and they're like a crucial yeah. vote. I think that's a little more fun. Uh, but you expect at least another two, probably three episodes before anybody returns from the game. So, yeah, I mean, those 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 tokens could be really valuable for, for Natalie and Parv if they're able to re-enter. Natalie already has an, an idol as well. So that's uh, Natalie and Rob both have idols. Yeah, it's it's just yeah, it's, lot it's of, new. A lot of different, lot of different layers uh, for for all of how extinction is going to play into it. And I still hope we get a, uh, um, what do you call those things? An auction uh, before before the end of the season. And Ooh. that's sort of what I was hoping for with with the market being flooded. But um, more fire. I guess tokens. time will time will tell. There, it might maybe just as like a quick like reward quote unquote challenge, but um, yeah, probably not. But we'll see. Um, I think. Maybe quickly take a, a Tony break because I, I feel like the rest of the episode is going to be uh, very Tony heavy. Um, It'd be hard not to talk about him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The last thing I had just for like extortion was it was it was very fun watching him read the. Um, How about the slide? 
Oh man, the slide. Yeah, sorry as I botched that transition. Transition, but um, <laughs> I forgot how fun it was watching him read. <laughs> he was like, "This is incredible. I get to extort someone, and this is incredible." And then he gets to the last sentence, and he was like, "Oh shit, it's me. God." We got a look right into his brain, right in there. <laughs> didn't even didn't they couldn't have picked a better like combination of of, of who who could get this advantage? Uh, just oh. Because he was riding such a high. Was this before and, or after he found the idol? Sorry if I'm ruining the flow of the show. No, I think it was before he found the idol. Got it. Yeah. It was, it, it was like just a fantastic moment to, <laughs> to watch. Like childlike sense of wonder that we are always talk about. And like really feeding into what we were saying we were hoping was going to happen this episode and, and through the rest of the season with like Tony starting to play that sort of like manic Tony game that, that we all love. Um, so I mean, I was just over the moon while <laughs> watching his reaction there and then watching him go around and cultivate those fire tokens. This is, this is the thing we have to talk about before we transition. That's what I fucked up. Um, how easy did it seem for him to get six fire tokens? It's, it's, it seemed, it seemed really easy, really easy. Um, like, I feel like he would have gotten one off Michelle if Michelle had one to give. Um, yeah. And you know, so he got, he got it off of Jeremy, Nick, and Ben. And this is where I, I just can't believe that he didn't have to give anything up in exchange. Like, there wasn't a discussion. He was just like, I'll try to pay you back if I can. That was really all it came down to. Um, but I get it from Jeremy's perspective. I, I understand it from every perspective. If you're Jeremy... You just lost. You just left the last tribal council, and you lost an ally. So you're down on the votes. Try to curry favor. You know you're probably not going to be able to use those tokens like in the direct like this neck vote challenge. So maybe gifting the token earns you more favor than you could possibly get from that one token for this next vote. Uh, and then Ben and Nick mm-hmm. are the people that he just recently voted with. So if somebody in your alliance really comes to you in need, and you say no. You know, what does that do to that relationship? So I think Tony just making the ask was, it seemed like it, it was really, all it took. Like, for for who had the currency and what had, had just happened in the game, it really felt like it fell at the perfect time for Tony to be able to, or I guess it fell at the perfect time for Natalie and Parv to be able to get that payment out of him. Uh, because of where the where the chips lied and all that, so I, I was a little surprised that it was so easy. I, I guess I, so I, mean, I understood it from from everyone's perspective. Yeah. Like you're saying I was a little surprised that Jeremy was so like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, especially just, earlier in the season, how um, much he boasted about having two fire tokens. Right, right, right. you know, so having the um, edge. Yeah, I guess I guess I'll be interested to see how everything plays out on a fire token level because if you know Jeremy ends up being screwed because down the line he doesn't have his anymore or whatever um you know it'll just be interesting to see how much he kicks himself in the butt for that um and then ultimately how much that as a game mechanic starts to build on itself in in coming seasons so something to something to watch for um and for now sure. <laughs> a quick a quick break from uh from Tony but staying with our other guy Jeremy just cuz i thought there was an interesting moment um at camp between Jeremy and Ben. And, and Ben's someone that I've also uh, enjoyed this season and started to, to root for a bit more than I think I probably anticipated. Um, obviously, Jeremy is one of my guys. Um, 
And I just thought that interaction was sort of interesting in that we've seen Ben be surly and Ben push his way through and when people when he doesn't like people or he's not getting his his way. But I guess I thought that that was more like felt more strategic or with specific relationships or with like Adam for a really concrete example. Uh, but when Jeremy started to like push at him a little bit, I was like, oh, is, is this just how he reacts? Is he just like not like people saying things that he doesn't like 100% agree with or or things that like paint him as a threat? Like, does he just want to like put his fingers in his ears and, and hum so he doesn't have to hear these things? Uh, I was a little, I, I guess I couldn't, I, I want you to help me with it because I, I couldn't really understand what to make of it. Is it yeah. sort of Jeremy being, was he being pushier than I'm, than I'm putting on or, or what was sort of happening there? Well, Jeremy, this this wasn't, um, it worked out in the end, obviously, but I don't think this was a great episode for Jeremy, top to bottom. Um, and one thing that I think made, you know, many, many Jeremy fans kind of fall in love with him was on his season, he was often backed into a corner. And when he got backed into a corner, he he really digs his heels in. And, you know, usually when you do that, you 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 try to, like, strike up something that you know, works with somebody. And I think, I think he just misread Ben. Um, but I also, I, I agree with you on, 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 um, on your kind of, your, your, your take on Ben there. Um, or at least I, you know, I, I don't know if you actually made the proclamation, but I do think that he's just, he's just sensitive. Uh, yeah. I, Adam, I, I, that's, that's what I want to say. Absolutely. Yeah. Adam, Adam called it, called him out on it at that tribal council. Uh, but th- there was also like Wendell, I think, whispered that maybe you or somebody else on the jury saying like he's, you know, he's he's so sensitive, like something to that effect. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I think for Ben, he is somebody who very similar to Jeremy, when he hears things he doesn't want to hear or things aren't going his way, he throws a little bit of a fit. Uh, and there just happened, you know, Jeremy was, I think Jeremy knew he was the vote. I mean, every, everyone said that he was the vote. Sure, and he's trying to whip the numbers, and he's going in real hard. And I don't blame Ben for saying I am solid with my group; he, I can go forward. But I think that there's a missing element of his social game where you you have to entertain all options, at least to the people who are pitching them to you. You don't necessarily have yeah. to go back and say this is, you know, let's really think about this. But if if you if you shut if you close a door especially when somebody's kind of backed into a corner like Jeremy was what do, what do you force Jeremy to do you force him to go act elsewhere but if you can kind of keep him close and keep him thinking he's good with you you get more information you, he might not yeah. go rogue so i think that there's an element of the social and strategic game that's just missing uh, just missing from from Ben there and he felt a little safe and so obviously we're going to have to see how he he adapts after this because uh, I, I i i do think that that's the case yeah, absolutely. I, I, it, it did feel like sort of what you're saying, like a like a fatal flaw for Ben. I, I guess that's that's sort of the the rationalization that I needed. So um, the 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 other part of it for me was that like, well, Jeremy was like right too, though, right? right? Like, I think if I look at this like up and down, like how, how's Jeremy been doing in these individual challenges? Fine. He won the first one. He couldn't balance out there on the one Kim won. Didn't oh, do much in the one that Tony won, and then this this one he was he finished second, I believe. So he's been good. 
But like, why does it feel to me like Ben, I, maybe it's just like we know more or we know a lot about Ben based off of previous seasons. Like I knew that Jeremy had the win and, and they came in second here, but I just, I've never felt like it was, I don't know. I never go into the challenge being like, oh, this one's like Jeremy's taking this one down. Like, like Tony's on a heater now, but like every single challenge going into it, I'm like, Ben's got a, a, a strong chance at winning this. He just feels like someone who's a little bit more threatening in these challenges to me. So I, I also like that was the other side that I was coming to it from where I was like, yeah, mm, I don't know, Ben. I feel like maybe you're getting your backup because everything he's saying is correct. Right. And, 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 and to that point I can say, all right, I understand you being a little bit sensitive and that, and that you just need to not do that because, well, this isn't, this isn't a good way for you to move forward in this game. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think that it might just be, um, from Jeremy's perspective, or when people are looking at Jeremy, they think he's a he's a more complete player. Though I do think he has some flaws in his game. Uh, ben, I don't think is being accused of being a social or strategic threat. That was not at all how he won his season. He won his season against the current. Uh, so I think that when you think of the end game, who don't I want to sit next to, or how can I control the circumstances? One thing I can't control is somebody going on an immunity spree. That is entirely out of my control. And who up here has proven to do it? Uh, the list is two people long, and it's Ben and Kim. That's it. Those are yeah. the only two people that have really gone on a tear towards the end. Um, you know, Jeremy's won immunities, but he hasn't. That's not how he got there. He got there by a little social game, playing an idol or two, mm -hmm. uh, maneuvering himself in and out. Ben just straight up left tribal council and just went looking for idols. He's the only player in survivor history to find two idols in the same day. He won. He found one before <laughs> tribal council came back from tribal council and at night found another one. So that like he, he scrambled and he did it by himself and now he's trying to play a different game and people are calling him on it. And I think he's, I think it's a little insecure, a little, a little sensitive. And, but I think Jeremy, it's fair on Jeremy's point there. And I, I think that that's, a, and I would absolutely say the, a yeah. battle is going to happen. I would just absolutely say you're right that Jeremy has a more complete game. Because if Jeremy told me he was going to kill me, I'd be like, how you going to do it, big boy? <laughs> <laughs> Give me details. You're right. I love that, man. Um, so, I mean, let's just jump back into it then. Because, like, the rest of the episode felt like watching a... I don't know. I mean, like, I'm watching the Jordan documentary. It just felt like watching a legendary person do legendary things. Like, I just... Once he got the extortion advantage in an odd way, I was like, there's no extortion advantage. There I go again. Uh, there's no way that Tony's like, this isn't shaken up for Tony. He's just going to find his way uh, around this. And he's going to start to play the game that he wants to play. So I was super excited for that. Um, but I mean, starting off with, the, with an immunity run, like, do you not start to feel like he, like, there's a little bit of like destiny to the way this game is is breaking and that like, we keep talking about Sophie, we keep talking about Kim, and oh, Ben could go on a run. Well, don't let Jeremy hang around. But, like, isn't Tony going to win the game, like, like based off of everything we've seen so far? Uh, at, at present, you know, after this episode, you'd have to put him at the top of the power rankings. You know, if, you, if we had a running power rankings, which is maybe something we'll, we should start next season. Just keep, keep one of those going. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, finds the idol, um, scrambles for three fire tokens, wins immunity, uh, and... You know, it just, it set him on a course, which, I mean, he, to, 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 to kind of not ruin too much, if you guys do want to go back and watch his winning season, he, 
he sat around, he sat at tribal council with an idol around his neck and didn't play it multiple times. He, did, he didn't win a single immunity. There was one time where he, um, he found an idol. He played an idol on himself at five. And as you know, you can't play one at four. Uh, he claimed to have found an idol with special powers that allowed him to play at four. And then nobody voted for him. And then he revealed yeah. it. So this is a guy who, when the game gets tight, he gets crafty. And I think that, I mean, he mentioned it at the top of the hour, at the episode, where he said, this whole time I've been, like, really calm. I haven't gone and scrambled and looked for idols. It just seems like he just started to play. But he delayed it long enough that, I mean, he's got the idol. He's won two straight immunity, so who knows what else he's got cooking. He's, and I think one of Jeremy's fatal flaws is blind loyalty. I think he has a vote for life in Jeremy after this week. Yeah. I really do. I don't think he's losing Jeremy. Uh, and I think that if he has something that makes sense, he'll, he'll, have, he'll have Nick and Michelle again. And, and who knows how he recovers with Sarah. Like, he's got his hands everywhere. Uh, and with, with the immunity idol, I feel pretty confident saying that like he's 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 got to be the favorite right now but he's also absolutely probably public enemy number one uh which still a lot of immunities and probably puzzles that he's not going to be uh killing you know what i mean so it was we, we it was a crazy crazy episode for him yeah we've said a lot that like or, or we talk a lot about um Oh, you're on the bottom right now. It's sort of like a two episode arc. If you can get past, like, so if Tony could get past next episode with, with having the target on his back, I, I don't think that's the case for him. I think he's going to need to continue to play this game or continue to like win immunity challenges to, to get himself there. So I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm just like, based on the edit, based on like the way he's play, like, like someone throwing gas through seven innings or like the changeups, like really hitting, like you, you're like, Oh man, you might have a no hitter going late. Like, that's that's the type of thing we're watching right now. I just feel like I'm watching a performance that everyone's going to talk about for a long time. And the type of thing that, like, starts to throw you in, like, I mean, like, uh, Mount Rushmore conversation, man. Like, he, you know, maybe uh, Island of the Idols 2, it's, it's his big goofy dome out there. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. I mean, this is this is the season where... Really, we, we, we kind of solidify who's on Mount Rushmore. You know, I think there's a lot of debates of uh, who's, who's up there. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, people put Sandra in there for her double wins, uh, but I don't think that people put it up there necessarily for her, for her gameplay. You know, Parv is people, someone really clamor for her. Rob is, is someone who people really love. And it, it's those people of all, and, and Kim as well. Kim's playing a sneaky game here. Uh, but, I think if somebody's able to go two for two, which I think would just be, at this point, Denise, Kim, Michelle, and Ben, and Nick. There's a, somebody could go two for two. Actually, this is yeah. this, that's that's a very very real possibility. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think if Tony, if Tony can keep this run going, I feel I feel like he probably still needs to make it to the finals for me to put him on Mount Rushmore. But it's an evolution of his game. You know, he played the same game on Game Changers that he played on Kageon and got burned for it. And we were like, Tony's Tony's going to reveal himself at the top of the season. And he's, he's shown some evolution. He's shown some growth. He's shown something that, quite frankly, a lot of the people sitting on the edge haven't shown, which is the ability to, to adapt to the game. Um, right. He did win a very hectic game. And Game Changers is obviously very hectic, so maybe he doesn't have to do as much adapting. Uh, but he's changed his gameplay, which is not something I think many people have done successfully. 
but now he's same old Tony. So who knows? Uh, right. But this scheming, the scheming for this. I don't, I don't know if you're ready to get get into the vote and how things. Oh, are. Uh, yeah, that's, that that was that was my transition. So you're you're doing a better job of it this episode. Oh my goodness, you're too kind. <laughs> but this this whole vote, right? He has he brings Jeremy close. He's able to get a token from him, and he's planning on voting for him. He gets the immunity necklace, and he gets a little bit of freedom. And I, I the the crazy thing to me is like Kim had a right read to flip on Jeremy. Because that's where the vote was going. That's where Tony was going. She read Tony right that Tony wasn't gonna do that to Jeremy. And then, I, I mean, it seemed like he just had an aha moment. But it is one of the, the cleanest blindsides and most well executed blindsides I have ever seen. Because he knew where the votes were going. He knew that they were split. He knew who who the um, he pulled in the target and the two people who want to be on the right side of the vote. Mm-hmm. And he executed a vote in silence. I just absolutely love how transparent he is about like, oh, well, I want immunity. So remember all that stuff I was saying? It's, it's all gone out the window uh, because the game is different now because I am untouchable. Um, I, I loved watching it. And, and it was one of those things in the moment where I was like, he's going to do this. Sophie's going to go home and holy cow, everyone's going to have their jaws on the floor. It's almost a thing where, like, the, the only negative I could really think of it was, is, I was like, is it too, like, incredible of a move that, like, oh, man, he's going to have to have his armor up for the rest of the season because everyone's going to be like, gosh, well, Tony, I mean, Tony just pulled, like, the Denise-level move, but he has the reputation on top of it, and he has uh, the two immunity wins on top of it, and, and he's really starting to build a resume out. Um, I was totally here for it. I, I was skeptical to start but like seeing it evolve and really like watching jeremy kind of cozy up to him i think i i I sort of started to believe that like for whatever reason i was like the the, jeremy's gonna snap and and this is gonna be the two of them at each other's throats but then the fire tokens happen or, or then you remember the fire tokens and then and then and then you see the sort of like meat shield strategy still playing out and and once i i realized Jeremy was in. I, uh, I I still I think he has. I think Tony has his hands up Michelle and Nick's uh, rear ends right now. Um, and I think the the Nick thing which we can get into in a second. Uh, that was a very easy vote for him to swing in in the right direction for himself. So uh, just absolute absolute masterclass. And uh, and and against someone, I, I think like the thing that maybe we're sleeping on right now against someone whom I have a tremendous amount of respect for and someone who I. Like it broke my heart to be like I've, I hear her say that she's felt like she was a a tier two or or, or bottom tier winner because I was right. like, oh I didn't who who else thinks that like is, that has to just be in your own mind I I cannot I mean I can because it happened and I saw how well Tony played it but like incredible to me that he was able to do that against a player of Sophie's caliber right yeah and I mean I think the whole thing about catching people before they could scheme was brilliant. Uh, getting people right before they went to tribal, um, you know, getting, like you said, Nick and Nick and Michelle uh, to kind of swing. Uh, the one, one other thing that I do want uh, to mention, just because I was so kind of infatuated with this, um, <laughs> there's one person left on the island who has written down every single person who has gone home since the merge, and that person's Tony. Tony's had his pulse on the vote. I don't, and he is he has bided his time each each time. 
uh, between Wendell, Adam, Tyson, you know, as hectic as the Tyson vote was, uh, you know, it was relatively simple in the end. And he's, it's his first moment to make a move. And he made it first. And you look at all the other people on this list who went Wendell, Adam, Tyson, Jeremy, Wendell, Adam, Tyson, Michelle. A lot of people had everything lined up until the blind side came. He was just the first to strike. Um, I do, I do think that, um, I, I want to real, real quick before you jump into that, I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. He has been on the right side of every single vote. Every single person that has gone vo- home, Tony voted that person to go home at that tribal council. Since the merge. Yes. Since Ooh. the merge. Yeah. And, and not for nothing, 13 tribals and, and no one's written his name down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that'll hold. Um, right. At this point, I mean, I think the only thing that that um, you could say is, is it too big too early? But I think with having the hidden immunity necklace, um, you know, that'll basically you need to get yourself to four, presumably, and then you can make fire at the worst case scenario. So he's got to make it with one more person coming into the game, five more, five more tribals. Four more tribals? Yeah, four more tribals. And then he's got Nidal to last one of those. I, I mean, it might be too early, but also you can't really let, uh, thinking back to Ghost yeah, Island, you can't, play, you can't really let that, that like minor, majority alliance really sink its teeth into the game. Um, so, I mean, it's a brilliant, brilliant move. And yeah, a moment for Sophie. Um, you know, I definitely think that she was overshadowed on her season by larger characters. Uh, the season mm-hmm. she won had... Um, I believe Coach was on that season. Um, Cochran was Cochran. on that season. So th- there's some there's some you know larger than life survivor figures that she played with and beat. And she won that season when she was like 20 or 22 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and so I I agree with you. I I I think that it's in her head. But I think that uh, I don't think anyone's fighting that fight that she's not not a top tier winner anymore. I think she showed her class this season. Up and down, you know. I, I, I'm, I think it was a brilliant performance. I think that it's a beautiful blindside, but it also robbed us of of a really great strategic game. Uh, but that's the game of Survivor. You take out the people who are playing the best when they least expect it, and yeah, you know the the four people that voted did it, and it sucks. It's it's getting to the point. I told you this off air. We're like, I'm just I'm nervous at every tribal, and it just sucks to see people go. You know, I I like <laughs> I guess on like the other side of that, I have less like big like f yeah moments where i'm like yeah get out of here motherfucker like oh yeah yeah like even the ones that like if nick goes home i won't like lose sleep over i won't be upset really but i'm not i'm not like pumped about it i'm just like oh all right right there's no real like villains in my eyes at least right so i'm just like watching for episodes like like on wednesday with like these big uh intricate moves which are are super rewarding and and great to watch so um yeah, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm fully into it. Um, how do you think Sarah responds next episode? I, I obviously will have a bit of a an outburst initially, but um, do you think that she gives Tony another chance? Um, Sarah's an interesting one because she, you know, she in her confessional this week, you know, she claims that like, I've got a really good social game, um, but I think one of her flaws is when like her name's on the block or she feels betrayed she gets very combat combative um mm-hmm. 
and I think a little bit better of a social game. Um, I mean, I think the people that have the best social games on the island right now are uh, are Kim and Denise. You know, those are people who I think go with the flow. The vote doesn't go their way. They regroup. Uh, they set a new course of action. Uh, you know, so I, I I I worry that Sarah will do enough to make Tony think, you know, she can't be trusted and then become yeah. a target for Tony. That is my my worry. Uh, I think Tony will look to go into that with good faith. I think he wanted to split them up. We mentioned it before. Those two needed to be split up. If your names aren't Sophie and Sarah, absolutely needed to be done. And he chose to keep his 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 alliance member. You know, and so I think from Tony's perspective, yeah, you got rid of her number one, but like this is about me and you now. Let's make it to the end. Like, you know, cops are us. Let's do this. I don't think Sarah's going to respond well to that. I really don't. Um, but I don't think she has the numbers either. Uh, I think that every I think this vote fractured everything. That's really I think I, I think everybody's I think with, a free agent. Yeah, with, with Sarah, he has to be careful about like, well, I was actually doing you a favor because that's not going to go over well. But I also think no. that's what he has to say. <laughs> like, I also think that's like not what he has to say, but I also think like that's the message he sort of has to like massage along. Like, look at you don't realize how close everyone thought you were. Like that that that's what he has to do because like I think there's truth to that. I think like this was coming one way or another and, and, and Tony just sort of got out ahead of it. And like going into the next week, does any part of you think that Sarah's going to go home? A little bit. Unless, a little oh, bit. Yeah, really? Okay. All right. I was going to say, I, I, I feel like Tony may try I to think, salvage it an extra week. Yeah. Um, but in, in, unless Tony's spearheading it, I don't think anyone's, anyone's the person that's going to be like, well, let's just finish that off and throw Sarah out as well. Yeah. From a, from the perspective of, we split up the duo. Usually the person, the other person in the duo is safe. That's usually how it works. Uh, but Sarah's name's come up a couple times. Hasn't been written down that often, but it's, it's, it's come up when, you know, she gave Nick the advantage. You know, she kind of loses her head a little bit. Like you don't need a lot for, like there's only eight people left. Like if somebody's right. like a little bit of a loose cannon or, it, it, you know, shows a little bit of a sign of weakness and it's not you, by all means, right? Like get move 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 them out, and I I advance another day. Um, so I think I think it would be kind of like her own doing, like either overplaying or overreacting. Um, so hopefully the little like we saw a little bit of an outburst. Hopefully that's something that is contained between Sarah and Tony, and then I think she's safe. But uh, mm -hmm. if that bleeds over, you know, I, I, I think anyone's fair game at this point. Yeah, fair point. Um... Awesome. Uh, and any any other things you wanted to get to on the actual episode? I just think Nick's getting such a shit edit. I really do. <laughs> I know you don't like him. I know you don't like him, but he gets shown for like two minutes an episode. The only thing he he said on this episode is like Tony comes up to him and is like, "I think we should do this," and then sure enough, it happens. One thing that I want to mention is um, they have been they have been right four of the last five times and they have voted together all five times, Michelle and Nick. They have voted uh, the last three people out of the game. They were on the wrong side of the Wendell vote, and they obviously teamed up to vote Yule out. And I think that those two are way, way closer than we're being led to believe. And that there's a strong duo there where when you look at the rest of this game, who are our strong duos? Our strong duos are probably Kim and Denise and 
Yep. Maybe Sarah and Ben, and then Mary, maybe Jeremy and Tony, maybe. Uh, but I just don't think we're seeing. Uh, I still don't get Michelle's vote from last week, so I don't want to say she's getting a shit edit uh, quite yet, and she's getting a lot of confessionals. Um, but man, I just I I think Nick is getting such a raw raw edit. I really do. I don't think we're seeing I any think of his brain. I, I think you've <laughs> I think you've seen bad edits before. Maybe we're seeing one now. Uh, and then and then people with a bad edit have also still had decent like moments. That's the thing about Nick is like they're not showing any of the good stuff and like the things that they're showing are not just bad. They're like comical. Like they're they making them a meme. Well have, yeah, they might as well have put like, oh my, cartoon music behind that. Like Tony's reaction was he couldn't, oh my gosh, he, he couldn't contain himself how surprised it was and like how funny he thought he was. He literally said, oh, that's it. Okay. All right. Are you sure? Like... <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's right. not even that I don't like Nick. It's just like I, I, I sort of think that that's a little bit truer to who he is, um, and I think you have like more faith in I, like people <laughs> than I do. Um, so you believe that he has a, a larger game going on? I think if there is strategy to those two people, I felt like I saw enough out of Michelle earlier uh, in the season that that I would believe that it's her driving a lot of uh, the duos sort of group think. Yeah. Yeah, I I I I I don't know that I agree with that. I think they're both way savvier than they're being portrayed. I think Michelle has gotten a better edit, which makes me think, you know, of the two of them who's more likely to come out into the final 3, it's probably Michelle. Um but I mean, I I have to think that Nick and Michelle had a conversation at some point about like they're not in on the in in any respect with, you know, Sophie right. and Sarah. And they've got to be thinking or having these conversations about, you know, we got to split them up, but also they're, you know, wise enough to know they don't have the numbers. And yeah, maybe it's a bad acting job by Nick, but I think he just realized, holy shit, I got a shot now. And he was like, hmm, okay. You know, but like he was never aligned with Sarah or Sophie. And he was just looking yeah. for an opportunity and was like trying to be like, hmm, you got me? And I definitely, it did, he didn't paint himself well in that in exchange. I'll give you that. But yeah. I, I do think that there's more behind the scenes that we just don't get. Yeah, I think that the thing that we can both agree on and to sort of close it out is that the two of them, if they are playing this behind the scenes game, uh, need to make a move within the next two tribals probably that they sort of spearhead or else they're going to be laureled. One of them will be it, at the very least. Uh, in in the final vote, where where they're just going to be a tag along, and, and they're not going to get any votes for the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll 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 see. There's there's certainly there's there's a there's a few people I think that uh, Nick could Nick and Michelle could both kind of like talk their way around. You know, I think they yeah. both won. I think that I think they both won their 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 individual seasons at the at the final tribal. Totally. Yeah, them getting uh, Tony out would be a big thing. So. We will see. Um, jump into the uh, the end stuff. Um, questions. Mm. Yeah, I got two. Um, first one from what's his name? Kevin Waddington. I was oh. looking at his handle. Uh, Big Kev, number one on the I, leaderboard. I was going to say, our hearts. Kevin W. <laughs> yeah, Kevin W. Excuse me. Um, is that the single? Is that the greatest single episode performance of all time? Obviously, referring um, to Nick's episode, no, Tony's episode. Is that the single, the best single episode performance of all time? Devin, your thoughts? 
<laughs> it's up there. Uh, that uh, here's something I'll go on that that would be on the single episode Mount Rushmore. Rob threw I'm, an idol out yeah. one time. <laughs> yeah, he threw an idol into a volcano. Yeah, so so that that stands out. Um, but it's I mean, holy crap! Like it's it's up there. There there are, you you won't find three episodes that are better than that in my opinion. Yeah, um, I think I, like off the uh, I, I don't even know if I can. I would say that Rob throwing the idol away. Uh, Richard Hatch's last episode. Um, I don't even know if I can come up with a fourth. For for me, I think you have to consider um, Chris Underwood's episode in the uh, at first Edge of Extinction finale. Um, he literally won the whole oh, season right, in an episode. Right, right, right. Uh, that's a that's a it's a finale episode, and it's there's a lot of circumstance around it. But that was a that was a three hour masterclass by Chris Underwood. Um, but in terms of just like a normal episode, I mean, I don't I don't know. It was a showcase. It was an absolute showcase. Uh, it was, and I think it, it I think the character too talks about that, and that's something that Propes uh, talked about before this season. He's like, we've had great winners, but they're not all great characters. Um, really mm. hates some of his previous winners, um, I believe. <laughs> um, and and so he, and so I think that's what Tony brings, and that's why the producers love it. Not only was he a winner, like he is one of the most interesting and fun characters on Survivor. Like he might be on that Mount Rushmore. And so for those two things to coincide, like the theatrics behind everything that he does, raises that level of excitement. And I don't know if anyone else can bring that. So yeah, it's. I'm still going to give it to Chris because he won an episode, but for me, that's number two. Yeah. I'd have to think, think about that a little more. That's, that's a great point. It's so funny that we hated that episode so much, but like that, um, that Chris, I, we don't have to get into it too much, but that, that like, I mean, Chris literally had to play it perfectly and he did and bada bing, bada boom. Nice. Uh, an, another question. Yeah. Do. Yes. We have one more, um, from Nick Garrisey. Um, there's a lot of last names this time. That's the Instagram getting in my face. Uh, can you really mm-hmm. blame Sophie for not picking up on the blind side since it was formed so late? Um, I don't, I don't know that I blame Sophie. I, I just, I right. like expect so much of her that I was, I was hoping that she would, I, I, yeah, I just expect so much of her that I was like, Oh, come on. So, but yeah, not 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 really. I mean, Tony, it's just a credit to Tony. Like like the the thing that you mentioned that I forgot about until you said it was like bringing it up before, like just before we're about to leave for tribal council, just long enough that they don't have that much time to think about it, and then um, I guess I mean even trying to sort of push them into the vote quickly and not not allowing for as much scrambling has gone on in the last uh, few tribals. That that's probably giving him a little too much credit, but uh, right. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Not really. Yeah, no, I I can't blame her either. Um... When I was watching it, though, I, I expected her to play the idol, though. I will say that. I was like, she's going to play it. She's going to know. She's going to know. And I think that was just me just mentally conditioning myself for Jeremy to be voted out. Um, but no, it's, I, like, I think your point on, on, on Tony's spot on. I, I would love like the raw, unedited conversation between him and Jeremy. You know what I mean? Like I feel like he was like, look, you might not believe me. I'm voting Sophie. If you don't vote Sophie, it's going to be you. So do what you want to do. And then he just left. Like I want, like I don't. I right. want to know how they actually come to these decisions. Like I would, I would pay a subscription service to see that. The R-rated version of that conversation, or just like all uh, conversations. Like last- give me the conversations that yeah. led to the votes. Coach I'd watch thrilled. like five hours of that every week. 
Yeah, give me the all twenty-two. Yeah, I, I, the last right. thing I would say on Sophie is that like the 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 biggest way that you can say this as a negative is like your spidey sense didn't go off and and, and you didn't figure out that they were going to vote for you. So okay, so Sophie's not the, yeah. the greatest superhero that's ever fucking lived. Okay, all right, cool, cool. Right. Yeah, it would be it would be very harsh to 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 put blame on 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 Sophie here. And I, yeah, I think it's I think it's more of a we say like good offense beat good defense kind of thing. Mm. You know, it's just sure she just got beat. Yeah. And that's it for the uh, questions. Great. Good question. Boom, boom. Uh, all right. Um, I think I, I can probably figure this out, uh, but uh, do you have a power move of the week? We don't have to spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to kind of kind of go off the beaten path here just because we've talked about Tony enough. I'm going to Natalie and Parv for just asking for six. I think that that's insane. I think it's mm. absolutely insane. Uh, just, just really putting the pressure on. I wonder if the producers are like, I bet Tony could get six. You know, I don't know how it happened, but my power move of the week is going to go into the edge. Um, obviously, uh, if I was gunned to my head, I'd probably give it to Tony. But let's mix up the content a little bit. What are your uh, awesome. your ups and downs? So we're doing two. We're sticking with two. Uh, I'm gonna say Ben for for everything we 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 said, uh, and I think the fact that like t- Jeremy is with. Tony now sort of he has a bad taste in his mouth about Ben. Uh, I don't know if that bodes well for him. And then sort of maybe off the beaten path also. Uh, where have you been, Denise? I just I don't know. I don't know. Like mm. you, you had such a strong like start. You were beating your chest uh, early on uh, after the merge. What, what what's happening? I just I don't, I don't like. Can can we play the game a little bit? Let's let's start mm. playing the game a little bit. Um, her and Kim, her and Kim flipped. That's right. We didn't even touch on that. But yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see how we'll see how this plays out moving forward. Um, right. I it, it's a little bit of like, what have you done for me lately, or or whatever. But like, I, I do feel better about Kim's adaptability. Uh, I feel like Denise. I, I don't think there's a zero percent chance that Denise can win the game. I just feel like Denise, her best path to the final is through Kim and I feel like Kim could get there without Denise. Mm. Uh and then and then my two ups would be um uh, t- Tony obviously and then um and then Jeremy. Uh, I just I I, mm. I I think that like it's an up for now. Yeah. Uh, right, it's an up right based right, on right. that episode and that, that he's not in trouble, but he the meat shield thing will will wear out and he needs to figure that out before Tony does uh because if their resumes were the same, I, I, I mean, I just get lost in those eyes, but I feel like I could see Jeremy stating his case better than Tony. But uh, if the resumes aren't the same, I don't think that Jeremy's um, social game is, is so far and away better that he's going to be able to convince the jury to give him the, the, the money over over Tony. So I think he needs to, to cut the head off the snake and go in with probably Nick and Michelle uh, to a final vote. So. Up for now, uh, and and we'll see what who who, who wins that that matchup because I think it will probably ultimately come to a head. Tony and Jeremy, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't think either of them want to sit next to the other. Uh, kind of reminds, reminds me of uh, Wendell and Dom. You know, best of friends mm-hmm. n- knew that it had to end at some point. Um, I still maintain that we were robbed. I blame Laurel. <laughs> Better social game. Reveals. Uh all right. Um <laughs> until uh until until next time. Uh we got nothing for you. Goodbye. Hey. 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 Hey.